0: Time to channel your inner middle school teacher. Stephen Ross, you're getting grades today. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Levick live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Steven Ross, we're not done with you yet. We're not done with you yet. By the way, the day that the man... Has a first-round pick and a third-round pick taken away and find a million and a half dollars. Stephen Ross, the man who owns this building, Phillips Point Towers, where we have our ESPN West Palm Studios. Any coincidence that on that same day, the elevators in the parking garage break? I don't know.
1: He was most definitely listening yesterday.
0: I'm pretty sure that he cut the cables or hired someone to cut the cables like he had a yes-man Colin Brady, calling Peyton's agent, and getting the Dolphins punished. Hey, what's going on with that elevator, Steve? Pro-
2: Probably that million dollars he's going to spend paying the fine was going to be for the elevator. The
0: the million and a half. You better find it from somewhere else, Steve, because I'm not hauling my backside up six floors to get up to the top of the parking garage anymore. Steve, we're bringing the heat today. Ken Levick alive on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and at John Levine action and attorney studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Stephen Ross's Phillips point towers right off of the hot uncomfortable, and very difficult to walk up six flights of stairs and get to your car intracoastal. Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life partner with me until two o'clock. He runs this catastrophe. She is the Dominican queen. It is Wednesday. That's why she is here. For the first of two this week, Jeanette Javier. Boy, did you miss a lot yesterday. And as you can see, I am still lathered up and still in it because I'm an angry Dolphins fan.
2: Go off, King. I'm here for the show. Oh
0: boy.
1: All right. It was way worse yesterday. So he was red in the face for two hours.
0: Let's he's just, red in the face always.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I think
0: that's actually just a skin tone. Uh <laughs> let's let's recap, shall we? So, the dolphins, because of Stephen Ross, because he tampered with Tom Brady, because he tampered with Sean Payton, he has lost the Dolphins, one of two first-round picks in next year's draft. He has lost the Dolphins a third-round pick in 2024. He has lost $1.5 million. He has lost the ability to go to the Dolphins team facility or have any contact with the team until October 17th, okay? His partner, Bruce Beal, also suspended, also fined. He was involved in this. He is the one who is next in line to take over the Dolphins franchise and become the majority shareholder. So good times all around, okay? So the Dolphins, what this means is that if Tua Tungavailoa doesn't work out this year, you had a foolproof plan because you had two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. You had, So even if the Dolphins were good, and the other first-round pick belonged to the 49ers. So, say Trey Lance, and we're anticipating Stone, and now we're hoping that he sucks. Nothing against the Lance family, but we need him to suck. We definitely need him to suck. We need him to suck. Real bad. Y'all are so nice. But if he doesn't suck, you still had two first-round picks to possibly put together in a trade to move up in the first round in case you needed to get a quarterback. Guess what can happen now? That. So, Steven Ross, reckless, clumsy, clumsy. Clunky, he has screwed over his team. And I'm angry about it. There's tangible consequence now to him being really, really reckless. And it's not good enough as a fan. It's I, not good enough.
2: I would be livid if I had anything affiliated with the Miami Dolphins fan
0: well, organization. Ju- just so happens, I was livid. And in fact, why don't we start off by getting into what I'm going to call... As the Dolphins Turn here on ESPN 1063, the constant soap opera that is this NFL franchise. It is time now for the debut edition of As the Dolphins Turn. Oh, no. Uh oh. Oh, my. for a turning sound effect, but what I got was a blender. Oh my I get that a blender God. turns. Who made the decision to use a blender sound effect? That is not what we asked the
1: production crew.
0: We asked them for a light spinning sound as the dolphins turn, and they found something that turns But it's a blender. It turns with knives. That dolphin got cut up and minced into a million pieces.
2: That was one of the darkest, most messed up sounds I've ever heard on this show, which is a lot. But what just happened I, I I enjoyed my almonds and I want to vomit right now y'all are disgusting and, and, well, who
1: is y'all when we asked the production crew to do this this morning and we asked can we get can we listen to it can we hear it and they said no you guys are gonna like it I, we didn't expect that what
2: I'm- have dolphins done to you don't leave the dolphins out of the organization I am so sorry that dolphins are affiliated with whatever mess y'all got going on the
1: Dolphins probably do taste good though.
0: but that sounded like a mess in that blender. That's I'm um I'm done trusting oh the production God. staff. They're awful. Uh, let's let's hear it one more time, and I no! want you to listen closely. Uh, there is a dolphin that in the background is trying to speak to us as he's being chopped up in the mm. blender uh, <laughs> as well. That really that really really touched me in my soul. Uh, time now for as the dolphins turn.
2: We're Flipper, man.
0: There it is. Oh. Ah. Mm.
2: Your animals. are you proud of what of this sound y'all
0: not my dude.
1: who
2: has to approve the production stuff
0: well they're on their own we didn't get our ears on it until right now yeah that's our fault that's our fault we'll we'll definitely send a uh a notice I'm speechless. As the Dolphins turn here on Ken LeVick Alive. And in case you missed it yesterday, Jeanette, I want you to get fully caught up with what took place. Here is what I had to say yesterday at 11.58, right? Stowing at eleven fifty-eight is when we found out. Yeah. Literally Steven Ross. Two minutes before the show. Two <laughs> minutes before the show. I had a whole note sheet of Deshaun Watson ready to go, and that got tossed in the old trash bin. Au revoir. Because Stephen Ross complete Stephen Ross, an owner of an NFL franchise, cost his team a first round draft pick. In an offseason where the Dolphins were set His GM had set him up And the owner of all people Torched it This is what I had to say yesterday About Stephen Ross on Ken LeVick Alive The Dolphins have been punished Because Stephen Ross is sloppy And reckless And I have been a supporter of him Through some of the dumbest things he's done As Dolphins owner This is it, I'm done. I'm done I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I am done. Sell the team sell the team. He's not fit to be an NFL owner. I'm sorry. Thanks for the stadium. Thanks for using largely your own money, but it's time to find somebody who actually can... Be a success in that realm Right before we went on the air And Theo goes, you see this this dolphin suspension uh, First round pick uh, Taken away from the dolphins and a fine And then Stone says, oh, I see it I see it, I thought I was being ball <laughs> I thought this was a ball sack Sports tweet Brian Flores, I thought was just simply Being petty, but Was there some accuracy Into what he was saying, other than just Sour milk about Stephen Ross? Apparently I'm sorry, but that can't happen if you're Stephen Ross. How many people are you going to walk around the team facility and say, "Hey, draft position, draft totally. position, draft position." Like what are you doing? The, the- Is it like you can think that <laughs> but have a damn brain? You're a billionaire real estate mogul. You're not a dumbass. But that's dumbass behavior from Stephen Ross. I'm all for a competitive edge. I'm all for trying to get somebody because you want to win, and I like the competitiveness of Mr. Ross. I appreciate that about him, but what I don't appreciate is reckless, dumb behavior. That, knowing, again, knowing it's wrong... Thinking that after you botched a coaching search, you had a coach, and you're openly flirting with Jim Harbaugh mm. early in your ownership, yeah. which leads to the most awkward press conference of all time. You've made those oh, wow. mistakes. You think you're savvy That's a enough? a really good point. You think you're savvy enough to pull this off? No. You've always been clunky, and you are clunky, and now you're caught. This is reckless, and it's dumb, and it's so typical of Stephen Ross now, who I've defended over and over and over again, but I can't do it anymore. He just doesn't get it. He doesn't know how to do it, and he doesn't get it. So you see why the uh, elevators don't work in the parking garage now, Jeanette?
2: It's your fault, thank you.
0: I was upset yesterday. Did Did anything I say, though, was it out of line? Was I incorrect about anything?
1: I think it was on par with what we all expected. You know, the route for you to take. I don't think it was out of line, though. I think a lot of Dolphins fans it's, share the same feeling. It, it's
0: dumb behavior, right? Like, if you're, you know, it's wrong to get a hold of Tom Brady. You know, it's wrong to get a hold of Sean Payton. And you can't get Tom Brady. And you can't get Sean Payton. And you had the Jim Harbaugh fiasco. And now you've lost your team a first round pick because you knew better and you still did it. Mm-hmm. And you had yes men who mm-hmm. were enabling you. And you said uh, many years ago, ah, I'll leave the football to the football people, but you don't leave the football to the football people. Like That's that's a dumb, inexcusable mistake, right? Like, I'm not wrong about that.
2: No, absolutely. I think your anger and your frustration was absolutely warranted. I am proud of you. It seemed like all of your pent-up anger <laughs> just was released. Yeah. Out of all your moments of defending this guy who obviously doesn't deserve the job, let it out. If you have any more, you should not have any more reason to defend him. You should have been yeah. exhausted, and you should actually regret doing so. I,
0: I know. Well, I've spent his entire tenure. It's been, do you realize, it's been 15 years since he took over. Almost 15 years. That's wow. my life. Yeah. Yes. Do the math. Correct. You're right. I was there the day he became a majority owner. I watched Wayne Huizinga. Face-to-face, I watched his final press conference as the majority owner of the Dolphins handing the reins to Stephen Ross. And since then, what has happened with the Dolphins on the field? Since 2008, three. kind of three winning seasons. Three. Not winning as in <laughs> we're putting up a trophy, confetti, uh, going to Disney World. We're talking, te- we're talking uh, we're 9 talking and 7. More, yeah.
2: more W's than L's. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Which has led to... Two playoff appearances. Three winning seasons, two playoff appearances. How many playoff wins in those two playoff appearances, Stone? Goose egg. ah uh-huh, zero. Took five. Me a second for that one. Five. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> five head coaches in his tenure. Five. Five horrible head coaches. Tony, not five. Tony Sperano. <laughs> Joe Philbin. Adam Gase. Brian Flores. Mike McDaniel. Five. Five in 15 years. Not quite 15 years. Not great turnover rate there.
2: Average three years.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Again, great math from Jeanette. She's killing it. Great math there. You are outstanding.
2: (laughs) I have my moments. Then
0: there was the fiasco that was, and I referenced it in our flashback to yesterday, the nightmare Jim Harbaugh flirtation that took place. While Tony Sperano is still his coach and still under contract, Stephen Ross is getting a little, hey, you up? With Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) and uh, then Tony Sperano caught wind of it, and it made uh, general manager at that point, Jeff Ireland, look bad because he was in it with Stephen Ross. The only man left on an island is the guy who's the head coach, who, by the way, is still the only head coach to win an AFC East championship in Stephen Ross's tenure as owner, and he didn't even hire Tony Sperano. That was Wayne Huizenga who hired Bill Parcells who hired Tony Sperano. So what did a astute businessman, Stephen Ross, what did he have to do? because he failed in that venture to get Harbaugh, he had to give Tony Sperano a coach he didn't want more money in a contract extension and a massive public apology. Good stuff.
2: What a leader. It's
0: dumb. It's dumb. Just like this is dumb. Just like losing a first-round pick for doing things you knew you were going to get caught. You knew you weren't going to succeed... And you risked it, even though you said, I'm staying away from football, and now you've cost your team a no-brainer offseason win. It's dumb. It's dumbassery. It's dumbassery. It's It's dumb. The whole thing's stupid.
2: It's literally a failure on all ends.
0: He needs to consider selling the team. I don't know how you come back from this, because it's dumb. But then, there are some upsides to Steven Ross as the owner of the Dolphins. He did... Personally finance, and he tried to make the public pay for it at first. Let's not forget that. But he did then privately finance the $550 million of renovations to Hard Rock Stadium. You like the overhang that protects you from the rain? That's him. You like the new parking lot, the tunnels where you can walk over Dan Marino Boulevard instead of having to cross the street? That's him. You like the F1 track? You like the F1 race? That's him. You like the international soccer teams that come through? That's him. That's his baby, okay? You like the Super Bowl? You like the college football playoffs? That's him. He's the reason they're there. But can
1: you know what all that is? Non-football related.
2: I was so, I'm taking my notes. Absolutely. $550 million for all these projects is as a rich white boy with some fun money. With some extra
1: no, I mean, no, he's earned that right to be
0: that dude.
2: For sure, but it, what does that have to do with football? What does that have to do with the organization? Uh,
1: and
0: I mean, You're bringing fans in. Well, that's the dichotomy, though. He has raised the profile of sports in South Florida, but at the end of the day, the entity he owns is the Miami Dolphins. And what have the Miami Dolphins done to make Dolphins fans proud? Nothing. To make them boastful to make them feel good about the direction of the franchise. And Jeanette, you're right. I think it's a big, fat nothing. And I'll say this. Steven Ross, he has opened up his checkbook to say, go for it. Go get these guys. What have those guys brought? Nothing. And, and Sue, nothing. Mike Wallace, nothing. It hasn't brought anything. It hasn't brought anything. And now he's cost his team a first-round pick. And that's a problem. For me, if I'm grading Steven Ross and his Dolphins ownership, thank you for the Formula One race that I can't afford to go to. Thank you for the Super Bowl I can't afford to go to. I do like going to Kane's games in that stadium. Oh, yeah. It's loud. It's fun. It's outstanding. Um, I, I like the thought of the college football playoff being down here. Can't afford to get there. Um, I do like not having to cross Dan Marino Boulevard. I like the walkways. Good stuff. Good times. I like not getting rained on. Awesome. But I really don't like being a constant punchline. I really <laughs> don't like having one first-round pick next year as opposed to the two that I was promised. I don't like... Only three winning seasons in fifteen years, two playoff appearances, and no playoff wins. I don't like those things. So if I'm weighing pros and I'm weighing cons, and I'm going back to fourth grade, little bit of a uh, a report card in front of me. What am I putting in the old the old Excel document to print out for the parents to send home? That maybe the kids trying to steal out of the mailbox before parents see it because they're not they're scared of what their parents are going to say. D. He gets a D. A D for dumbassery. Losing a first-round pick.
1: D-minus, D-plus.
0: And again, I want to be clear about this. I'm not calling him a dumbass, okay? Someone's like, you've been really mean to a respected American, a respected billionaire who's done a lot for this area. No, 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 no. You can be a very smart person and exhibit dumbass behavior. And that's what Stephen Ross has done. There's a difference between the two. I like to think a lot of times I'm a smart man, but I can also acknowledge when I'm being a dumbass. Sometimes. Yeah, most of the time. But I I have you to call me out if I don't acknowledge it. Absolutely. I'm just trying to help him acknowledge (laughs) that this was not good enough, okay? Unbelievable business success. Unbelievable. One of the greatest real estate minds, business minds, we have seen in the history of capitalist America. When it comes to owning an NFL franchise, it's like he has a brain made of ground beef. Mm -hmm. I mean, just cannot... And maybe it's unlucky, but also, in America, you like you love the saying, if you have a lot of money, sometimes you make your own luck. Sometimes you make your own luck. Well, fine, let's apply it to this. Sometimes you make your own luck. And when you are recklessly, clumsily walking around your team facility Saying, oh, hey, uh, Tom Garfinkel, CEO. Uh, hey, front office members. Uh, hey, Brian Flores. In 2019, you know what we need to do? We really need to worry about draft position. Worry about draft position. Hey, new coach that I'm trying to develop a relationship with, just worry about draft position. Not wins and losses, draft position. And you think that's a good idea? You think that's going to be consumed pleasantly? That's dumb. Like, what, an, what a gross miscalculation. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't it, you can't say that openly to everybody
1: who will listen. I I heard an audio from Trey Wingo this morning that I absolutely loved. He goes, okay, so in this statement it says that, you know, there was no proof of tanking, right? But when he did, to speak about the draft position, draft position, draft position that you're talking about. There's no other way to interpret that. Than losing games, yeah. And please, lose. please lose, please lose. That there's there's and, and Theo brought it up yesterday. There's no other way to interpret draft position, mm-hmm. and he says it a hundred times. Everybody in the facility. Than losing right. games,
0: and even if Stephen Ross was right from a long-term perspective, of course, because he's not wrong. Like at he, all in 2019, going into that Dolphin season, we all thought, oh, this is going to be a big old turd,
3: mm-hmm. and it really mm-hmm.
0: started off that mm-hmm. way, big time. Um, so fine, us the fan, sure. They're going to suck anyways, so draft position, long-term. But if you're ownership, your new head coach, you can't be telling your new head coach, especially one that came from the Patriots under Bill Belichick, (laughs) where they've made a living off of having one great player and then piecing things around said player, making it work. You can't tell Patriot way, Belichickian way, Brian Flores, hey, just worry about draft position, okay? So if you could take the foot off the gas, have Josh Rosen start, that would be great. That flies in the face of everything that Brian Flores had ever learned and what got him to the place to be an NFL head coach. What an unbelievably poor miscalculation from a guy who should know better in Stephen Ross.
2: Yeah, I think you, I looked at the shiny things more so than the red flags. Like mm-hmm. even in dating, people who have red flags buy things stuff to cover it they get that they get the tesla they take you out to nice restaurants they take you to all these things to avoid seeing the red flags
0: that's what you did with but Stephen and ross. And, you look and, on your phone and there's a thingy on it
2: there's a, a but, male genitalia in, yeah.
0: in,
1: in ken's case those shiny things were win because that's what he leaned on steven ross for he said i can't fault the guy's competitiveness right like always wanting to win and putting the team first whether you're cheating to do so or lying to get there like it always is Winning first or competitiveness, you know, is at the forefront for Steven Ross. And so that's kind of what Ken always backed, I, I, I get a sense of. Yeah,
0: yeah I like the competitiveness. I like the fact that he was willing to take chances, but now he's taking too many chances. He's failed in every one of these ventures, mm. and now it's cost the Dolphins a first round pick. Mm. You'd, you'd think you'd at least hit on one of these swings. <laughs> he, I mean, Steven Ross is the Joey Gallo of NFL Whoa. owners. Whoa. Whoa. He is the Joey Gallo Whoa. of NFL owners. Don't, are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Because Joey Gallo is Sitting not. It's hitting 112.
1: Joey Gallo is nine of his last 37 at-bats. So is that, is that Steven Ross?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I actually might feel better if, uh, <laughs> if he actually was Joey Gallo. I was going to say, I think Joey yeah. Gallo might
2: have it be the higher standard at this point.
0: <laughs> so just based on on the field, and for me, if you're the ownership of a team, you're the one in charge of a team, and James Dolan has made a lot of money with the Knicks, a lot of money with the Knicks, very valuable franchise. But Knicks fans are miserable because the team never wins. Never, ever, 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 ever. It was pathetic when they won one playoff game in uh in, in nine years, and they started trying to overturn cars on Madison <laughs> Avenue. How, how embarrassing is that? And that's because that ownership sucks. And any Knicks fan, no matter how valuable MSG is, will say, I give that guy an F because he sucks. Mm-hmm. Steven Ross has been, by definition, He's done the real estate part well, but by definition, the owner of an NFL team where you're looking for results and wins, it's been vastly underwhelming. He gets a D. He gets a D grade from me. How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership to this point? 888 760 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. 888 760 3776. How would you grade Stephen Ross's ownership of the Dolphins to this point, especially in light of them losing a first round pick next year because of the impermissible contact with Tom Brady and Sean Payton's agent Don Yee? 888 888- 760 3776, 760 3776. And I got to say, Jeanette, like I was ready to just give him a flat out C. What? I've slept on it and I have backed a little bit off of the he must sell, he must sell, he must sell. If Stephen Ross sold, would I be upset? No. And keep in mind, this is the first time I've really been critical of Stephen Ross, but I've seen enough, enough of the failures, enough. This was so avoidable. Mm-hmm. How come. No other, and I don't know this for a fact, but do you think that the Hunt family in Kansas City is texting Tom Brady? Do you think that they are reaching out to Sean Payton? No, and they still win. Somehow, some way. the Chiefs still find a way to win.
2: No, especially with everything on the line like the draft picks. Like right. you have that's your backup plan in case Tua doesn't work out. Right. You put all of that on the line, which is pretty much to me like a proverbial middle finger to what you thought of the organization.
0: You think Bengals ownership, they've been reaching out to Brady, they were reaching out to Sean Payton. No, they somehow still still winning. You know who you know who has probably been reaching out to Sean Payton? You know who is probably, though he's not been caught, has been reaching out illegally to some of the biggest stars in the sport? Jerry Jones. He hasn't won a Super Bowl since the mid-90s. I mean, Jerry Jones, it's great. The Cowboys are super valuable. How happy are Cowboys fans? Not happy. Miserable. They're not happy. Listen, Stephen Ross, I appreciate that he wants it. He wants to win. He wants to win. But when you are the status of him with the resources you have, with the brains that have put you in the position to have numerous commas in what your financial worth is, to be making these mistakes, to be so really lazy and arrogant and ignorant, it's a problem. And that's not something that changes overnight. And Stephen Ross, I can tell you, he is not the one who is going to be able to pull himself away? I heard him say it after the Jim Harbaugh fiasco. I, I'm, I'm uh, lessons learned, and we'll leave football stuff to football people. But he can't help himself because he's so used to being in the middle of everything. He loves the thrill of doing business. To him, this was doing business. This was helping his property, the Dolphins, trying to get Tom Brady, trying to get Sean Payton. And he did it in a reckless way that got him caught. And now he, as the owner of the team, is hurting his franchise. You realize, Jeanette, if something goes wrong this year, and they only have one first-round pick, when they were supposed to have two, you realize how franchise-altering that potentially is?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he took that risk, blindly.
0: It is so significant. And I cannot overstate it enough how damaging this could be to the Dolphins. How damaging this could be. How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? All things considered. Team performance, fan experience, stadium, all the events that come to South Florida that Stephen Ross has helped bring. How do you grade his ownership? I say a D because at the end of the day, he owns the Dolphins. Bins. I couldn't care less. They could still have all of that heat, that sun beating down on me without a roof at that stadium. I don't care if another Super Bowl came down here. What I care about is a Lombardi trophy, and the Dolphins haven't come damn close to that with Steven Ross as the owner.
2: I give it an F for failure. Absolutely. I would be just like you right now if I were a Miami Dolphins fan. There's nothing to look forward to now. Maybe you have, like, one – you have one – Pick left.
1: I mean, we're, hey, we're winning training camp right now. Okay?
2: God, yes.
1: We are kicking training camp Tua, ass. Tua, by the way, is banging is, some Hawaiian is, music yeah, right now. And he is rolling it again today. So oh, yeah. So much yeah. right now. An inside fade, 40 yards
0: in Ooh. stride. Ooh. Oh.
2: How does that win look? Oh, wait, it doesn't Gina. count. It doesn't count. Gina.
0: Doesn't matter. Tua makes me so hot. Sorry. How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? It 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's start in Palm Beach Gardens with Julia. I'm Ken Lavica Alive. Hi, Julia. Hi. Hi, Julia. Hey. Hey,
2: girl. What's up? How are you? <laughs> good, good. Um, I would grade it a D, D two. Okay. Um, there's just been zero progress. Yeah. Like, I feel like with the hiring of Brian Flores, you would have had a few okay-ish years but then you would have built in the next couple of years to get to be a better team. You can't just be a great team all at once with the Miami Dolphins. You have to build, you have to start from somewhere. Right. And right. and firing Brian Flores is putting it back even where it was. is worse than before.
0: It, and, it, and here's the thing. Brian Flores, I think, Julia, was a good hire, but – His Mm -hmm. personality, and you hear stories Mm -hmm. around the facility how he was just miserable. He was not good to work Mm -hmm. for. Great football mind, and Mm -hmm. I said it yesterday. uh, Mm -hmm. Great coach, not a good leader. And who does that fall on? That falls on Steven Ross. And he grossly miscalculated the red flags with the personality. And then the goal, Mm -hmm. a guy coming from the Patriots to be said, hey, uh, just worry Mm -hmm. about draft position. How do you think Brian Flores, who worked under Belichick, is going to react to that? Like, that's insanity. That's not going to fly. Right. That's insanity, yeah. Yeah. and now he's cost his team a first-round pick for honestly something that was pie in the sky. There was no yeah. way they were going to get Brady. And appreciate the call, Julia. It is always when you think the Dolphins are making progress, it's one step forward and then a gigantic leap off the side of a cliff back.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, okay, so now I'm going to go to bat for Flores
1: real quick because, you know, Julia said that's what, that's what brought us back. I know we hyped Tua up, right? Like, that's our guy. You know, we got to get behind him. Flores didn't want this bum. Flores wanted the future Hall of Famer, Justin Herbert. So when we go after Brian Flores all the time, maybe he was miserable because Stephen Ross... Made him draft this Alabama kid, who I most likely won't be a starting quarterback here in five years
0: if he doesn't succeed no, with the let's, Dolphins. Let's so, so, talk about judges of character, though. When Brian Flores hired an offensive line coach who was filming himself <laughs> doing cocaine <laughs> off of a glass table. I,
1: I mean, I don't know. But I, I think in the it's most normal Friday night, when, when you talk hey. when you
0: talk about the Dolphins'
1: failures, Snorting I think it has, that dolphin's passion. <laughs> has a lot to do with not having a quarterback. Right. That's where it all starts. Talk about the Hunt family in Kansas City. Right. All things are good because they have Patty Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Flores wanted to draft Herbert, and we got stuck with Tua. So so before we go after Flores, I mean, that that's something that always sticks in my head. Like, hey, maybe he wouldn't have been as miserable. Maybe this fan base would have had an but opportunity
0: all, to. But all of this nonsense between Ross and Flores started before Tua was even in the picture.
1: I hear that. I But this didn't help Talk at all. Talk about
0: getting off on the wrong foot. For like, sure. If, if Jeanette, if Jeanette, the first day... That she came here to ESPN West Palm and we sat down and she was going to do a show with me. And I was like, hey, uh, Jeanette, um, I know that you like to talk, uh, but honestly, I'm not real worried about what you have to say. If you could just make some noises every once in a while, that's what we'll worry about for now. Then we'll ease you in, okay? Because I don't really think you have anything intelligent to say. That would probably go over poorly, right? Eh, Just a little bit. Yeah, it would go very well.
2: I can still make random noises if you want to. <laughs> Please
0: don't. We got Scott in Jupiter. Can you do an? <laughs> can you do an elephant? <laughs> that is weird. How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. There is Scott in Jupiter. I'm not going to ask Scott to grade the elephant noise that Jeanette just made. Hey, Scott. It was great. Not
3: too shabby, actually. Not too shabby. Uh, not too Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Man, I agree with so uh, I agree with Stone so much. It's not even funny. Had we had gotten uh, Herbert, oh my God! Um, you know, and I equate Boss to Jeffrey Loria. I, I don't know what it is about Miami, but when it comes to ownership, man, um, we've got two of the most beautiful stadiums in the country. But it, but when it comes to what we put on the field, uh, I, I just. I don't understand it, man.
0: Well, here's what's frustrating, and this is where I have a difficult time, and it's why I have defended Stephen Ross, because nobody can say that Stephen Ross has tried to cut corners. He has opened up his checkbook, or if you're older, I suppose your pocketbook, okay? He has thrown cash At countless free agents, he has tried to find football people and still they can't get out of their own way. He has tried. You mentioned Jeffrey Loria. The worst thing to happen to the Marlins was that they won a World Series early in Loria's ownership because it made him think that he actually knew something about something he had no clue about. And he didn't try. He didn't care. He yeah. opened up. He opened up the checkbook once when they built the new stadium. They bailed on Ozzie and He sold everybody off, and then he was just content taking uh, collective bargaining money the rest of the time, the media yeah. money. And so, I'm with you. It, this this area, other than it, it, God, it makes Mickey Arison look so good. I mean, good yeah. God, it makes Mickey Arison look good. And appreciate the call, Scott. You've got Bruce Sherman, who, by the way, is just Jeffrey a Part Two. He- what has Bruce Sherman done notable in his ownership with the Marlins other than hire Derek Jeter? And then that fell apart. Like, what has he done? What has he done? Oh,
2: he uh, added a bar where the home run monster
0: used to be. He got rid. He got rid of the home run sculpture, which was the best damn thing in it that was, stadium. It was fantastic. Doesn't belong outside the stadium. Put it in its home yes, pretty,
2: with the dolphins goodness. everywhere and the water. It was spectacular. Aren't
1: we, are, are we dealing currently one of our aces, Paolo Lopez? Well, it, not
0: are. I could I could not care less, but and I, not anymore because the trade deadline's over and he's still a okay, Marlon. Uh, uh, yeah,
2: but I think don't worry. I'm a
0: White Sox White Sox fan. My manager's falling asleep in the first <laughs> inning <laughs> of of important division <laughs> games. In the
2: Night, first the first inning. But I think owners are just too involved with the definition of what Miami is. It's a sexy city, the culture, it's eclectic, and they buy more into that than their own organizations.
0: Well, Stephen Ross, I mean, he had the celebrity ownership, and fine, that's good. He's trying to make it South Beachy, and fine. That's a good approach. I love so South beach it's like Beach-y.
2: 45 minutes away from South yeah. Beach without It's not that traffic. bad.
0: No, but it's, but it's I, he's trying bad. to make it an extravagant experience. And I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. I think it was bold. It was good. But when you have five head coaches in 15 years and you can't win and now you've docked your team a first-round pick, that's where I start to have massive, massive problems. How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. When we return... We continue your calls We take your social media as well And he doesn't know it yet But I saw a Stone crapping on Tua today For something in particular And I'm about to call him out on it She's Jeanette Javier I'm Ken Levick I'm live on ESPN 106.3 We don't talk
2: about
0: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, Encanto! If you don't like your bank come experience, why the members love I Think Financial, for more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. There's also the I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm. Get tickets for Encanto, the sing-along film concert today. It's a perfect family event for the award-winning Disney film comes to life in a -a one-of-a-kind concert event. Featuring all of the songs you've already listened to a thousand times. Sorry, copy points. It's more like 5,000 with a six year old and a four year old. <laughs> and everybody listening feels that. Uh huh. The full length film and an on stage band all there at Encanto, the sing along. It's Friday, August 5th. That's this Friday, August 5th, 7 p.m. Doors open, I think, Financial Amphitheater at 6 p.m. Rain or Sean, visit LiveNation.com for tickets, LiveNation.com for Encanto, the sing-along, Friday, 7 o'clock, I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm Beach. And we'll be giving you reminders throughout the day. Here on Ken Luvick, alive. Are you okay? Did you just run into your microphone? Yes, I just did. I heard a. <laughs> <laughs> could you? Could you try and find <laughs> yeah, that? Could we it. cue that up? I'll, because I'll mark it. It really sounded like Jeanette just hit her head on her microphone.
2: Yeah, I just have a lot going on in my space. I have a bottle of Dominican <laughs> rum that yeah, I've been staring I at. I love that. I've this just
0: been. I have
2: two weeks till I'm able to have my first drink and this is a Dominican rum so I'm, I smelled it. It smelled great.
1: Now you're just drunk off fumes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gonna be she's so, so clean it's gonna that it's
0: just, it's just this, the mere smell and she's buzzed.
1: Ken, I, I, I want to say something. I was listening to Josh Cohen and the home team here on uh, 4 to 6 and Tina had played him a bed coming back to write a song and, yeah. and Josh started yelling at her. You can't. You got to play instrumentals. You can't play anything with words. I can't do my read. We just played you in canto. We can't talk about Bruno. You just
0: busted that out for, I think, Amphitheater. I mean, that was just pretty. Well, I don't know why, though, because Encanto probably is the most played soundtrack of anything. <laughs> so it, in my home. So it's background noise Yeah, it's you? Back, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just used to talking over Luisa or any of the Encanto characters. It, it's nothing to me. Bruno himself, I talked over him, too. We, we don't talk about Bruno. I talk over Bruno, okay? Uh, Way to be a man. That's right. I'm a man's man. Uh, How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? I say D. Jeanette says F. Uh, Julie in Palm Beach Gardens went a flat-out D. Uh, Scott in Jupiter said D. What would you give Stephen Ross Stone? I love the D. I'll back you up on the. Well, okay. Whoa! Please mark that.
1: (laughs) Whoa! 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 Uh, I I don't. I don't love the D, but. I love No, go ahead. I love your D. I you oh, love your D, Ken. That's not... You love the...
2: You just make it worse. I hope I you... I love the D you gave, Stephen D Ross. love my D that I gave to Stephen Ross.
1: But seriously, I'll back you up on the D. Please save all of that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, please. We're going to cut that up, and we're going to get a montage out of it. I sign off on the D that you gave Stephen Ross. <laughs> okay, perfect. Still doesn't sound any better. Factoring in everything, how would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? Would you give... <laughs> Him, the D, 888 760 Sweep the leg tweet, zero playoff wins. That's an F. Mm. Andrew Abramson, F, the only answer. The stadium is a little nicer. It's still hot AF. No playoff wins. More off-the-field drama than maybe any other team in that span. That's not wrong. Not at all. And speaking of the stadium, speaking of the stadium mm. being super hot, Like, make no mistake, I love the stadium. And I love the fact that it looks like a European soccer stadium. And it's how I think stadiums should be built. And the rain cover for the vast majority of the seats in that stadium. It comes through. That said, it absolutely holds in heat. Yes. That roof holds in the heat, holds in the humidity. I have sat in the baking sun at noon to watch a Florida-Miami game, okay, in in September. Ugh. When it's 90 degrees and I still feel cooler than I do watching a primetime canes virginia tech in October in that stadium because it holds in the heat. It is unbelievable how hot it gets in that stadium. I mean And you I, work there. You felt it. Yeah,
1: but I don't complain about it. I'm just right. saying. I'm not I am privileged enough to watch these dolphins in that beautiful stadium. And you're complaining about how hot you are.
0: I'm just saying that it is, it's It's a double-edged sword. Protects from the rain, but also becomes a sauna.
1: Jeanette, Ken actually came into the section that I work in um, with his daughters. And I said, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll bring out your daughter's Dippin' Dots. Never brought them. You never did. I didn't what see him the liar. rest of the time.
2: I would be so pissed if somebody no, promised me dipping dots. You know never what I I would find you.
1: But but here's when Ken's out in the sun with his daughters. I'm like, i got you. I'll bring you dipping dots. Yeah, but he didn't. Never showed. But, but what here's, a liar. Uh,
0: but yeah, I know. I got caught up. Yeah, he got caught up, and it was fine. Now this was before him and I started really truly working together, and mm. I think he was still kind of like, oh, Ken's a jackass, whatever. Now there were kids involved, so that was I really, was gonna say. This really is also if anything, you. he
2: should have taken that as an opportunity yeah. to prove himself that he can totally
0: totally. I, I thought no, about, you
2: came off as a liar. But now,
0: oh. now, but I didn't know Stone. Now I know Stone. So if he tries to pull that again, I am tracking his ass down in that stadium and demanding the dip and Dots because I don't care. I know him like that now. I don't care. I'm coming to get you if you deny me the dip and Dots I again. follow
2: it. I follow it.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
2: P.S. Bad Bunny's going to be there, too.
0: So. Ooh. How would you grade Stephen Ross's Dolphins ownership? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Devin in Boca on Ken LeVick
3: Alive. Hey, Devin. Hey, Ken. What's going on? What's going on, brother? I would rate Stephen Ross's ownership... As he is the Stan Van Gundy of <laughs> NFL ownership, and Are you the Miami, the, yeah, babe, the Miami. Can I finish? Me. I see you, Yeah. Can babe. I finish? Yeah. Can I finish? Let him finish, Can Jeanette. I, Let can I finish? finish? Let him finish, Jeanette. And the Miami Dolphins is the Orlando Magic what <laughs> of is the NFL. You with they me? have no, yeah. no, and no recent... <laughs> Success in the playoffs, hired the worst coach in the history of the NBA, the most overrated coach in the history ooh, of the NBA. Ooh. So that's basically what they are. So I don't even want to give them a D because Stan Van Gundy, deserves more than a D. So we will, we'll take anything lower than a D, but that's that's what they are comparable to. Uh, so you have the Miami Dolphins and the Orlando Magic and Stan Van Gundy and Steven Ross. I, Enjoy your day, Jeanette. Uh, Love you. Uh, <laughs> no.
2: What have the Orlando Magic done to hurt you, Devin? That was
0: so spicy. I don't even care that I, I, like, fine, I'll go along with that. I don't know if I agreed with everything Devin said, but I do like the fact he got spicy to Jeanette, and you know what you need? I
2: remember him. Remember when he was like, oh, Dwayne Howard was the best thing Mm -hmm. that happened to the Orlando Magic? I remember you, Devin. You're on my list. Don't worry.
0: Who who was the best player the last time the Magic were in the finals?
2: And that's none of your business. Dwight Howard. Mm -hmm. I hate you all.
0: I think he's a Hall of Famer, too, Ken. Do you? I think you can make a case. It's going to be crazy when he's in the WWE, too.
2: What is all Y'all's issue. Can you just stop? Can you go back on Steven Ross and how much you hate that man?
0: Well, I don't hate him. Hate's a strong word. You might hate Dwight Howard. I don't hate Steven Ross. You should. I just don't like his ownership now. Ernesto, in Boynton. Hey, Ernesto.
3: Hey guys. Hey Jenny. How you doing? Hola, Pedro. <laughs> how you doing? Stay dry, girl. Stay dry. You got two more weeks. Doing good. Weeks. You're doing good, even with the. And That's the, it. The, and then he, Keep the eye on the tiger Keep it right in front of you Keep the (laughs) eye on the tiger
0: And then it's back to the streets Back to the streets
3: And then it's right back to the gutter Yep And (laughs) I'll be right there Ladies (laughs) Hood rat things
0: For their hood rat friends Yep Uh, I'll
3: give it I'll give it Out of my house To Blonsky Like a DJ I'll give it a 0.0 How's that How's that for ownership But you know what You can't be so bad You know what he, like you said, we said that before. It, it, this guy didn't, you know, hire somebody who was a, a sexual deviant. At least what he was, he's just a a, a, a child with a lot of money, and yeah. he doesn't care and until somebody caught him, like you said, because he did this for a while until somebody went and caught him and slapped him in the hand. And to be honest, I think there's a cover-up on this because I don't think it's just what they just covered. Like, there's more to this. There's more to what Flores is talking about because – they just don't want the integrity. This is so bold, This integrity crap. When they really don't want to put all of it out there. So I think uh, just just for just just in just ownership wise, look. You said it before. He brought a lot to South Florida. He did. Ownership wise, come on, man. He had the money, so he could do whatever he yeah. wants with his new toy, man. Yeah, he can't and, do
0: anything about it. And you mentioned integrity, and Ernest always appreciated integrity. Brian Flores, the last thing I want to do, though, and while I owe him an apology because they have found that Steven Ross was saying some dicey things about not trying not to win, like, I'm sorry, Steven Ross, in statements, can say all he want that his allegations were proven false. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. I think Brian Flores, his claims against Steven Ross were actually solidified based on what the NFL investigated. But I am not going to hold up Brian Flores on this moral pedestal. Mm-mm. I'm not going to make Brian Flores a hero because guess who wanted to pursue the man with damn near 30 sexual assault allegations under his name. That wasn't Stephen Ross. That was Brian Flores. So Brian Flores can sit and talk about integrity all he wants. He can talk, uh, and we can talk, about moral compass is all we want. But Brian Flores... He's the one who was pushing to get Deshaun Watson. So let's not sit here and throw flowers at Brian Flores while we parade him down a crowd-filled street, okay? I hear you, but
1: I don't think anybody's at fault for putting blinders on for a franchise quarterback. You got to do what you got to do. No, that's the you reason can this, be at fault. That's the reasons why the Dolphins, you know, stunk for 20 years, 15, no, yeah, 30 years, because they don't have a quarterback. Chad Pennington, I mean, I don't want to go yeah. down the list of guys that, like, we had at least a little bit of hope in. We haven't had hope in any of our quarterbacks and God knows how long, since I've been alive.
0: No, you can judge Brian Flores for pursuing Deshaun Watson (laughs) even after the allegations started to come out.
2: There's a difference between pursuing somebody like a Calvin Ridley versus a
0: Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying that you can't sit here and hold yourself up and prop yourself up as some sort of... Moral high ground. Exactly. Well, what... What on this question of integrity?
1: What on God's earth would we have done as Dolphins fans once we
0: got Deshaun Watson? We talked about how excited okay, we were in the it, moment. But but what I'm saying is that I would celebrate. I would cheer. I wouldn't celebrate. Be, I would cheer for Deshaun Watson because I'm a dopey fan. But I would also acknowledge I'm a dopey fan, and it flies in the face of everything I stand for with mm-hmm. how women should be treated. It's the same reason why no matter what Kevin Stefanski says, the head coach of the Browns. He's going to get killed, unfairly. Right. Like, this is a guy whose job is dependent upon Deshaun Watson playing and performing. It's not like he's in no position to say, oh, based on my integrity, I can't play this man. You know what that's going to have him? Sitting his ass on a curb, unemployed, okay? So that's why I'm not going to bag on these people, but what I'm saying is that you need to acknowledge that you're a hypocrite. It's not that hard. Mm -hmm. I would be a massive hypocrite. If I sat here on this radio show and I would acknowledge it and bagged down to Sean Watson, and then in October when the Dolphins, if he was the, the quarterback, were 7-0, and and I'm saying this is great, what a, what a great trade, but also I'm a hypocrite because he did very bad things. You always have to have an asterisk next to that. I think you can do both, right, Jenna? Like, you can do both. You can say, man, this guy's good at playing quarterback, and also what a scumbag, and I feel dirty cheering for him.
2: Absolutely. You can talk about a quarterback that's in trouble, but also just remember what he's done wrong. Just
1: follow some Cleveland Browns fans on Twitter. And they'll do it for you. They'll tell you how it feels.
0: Tell you what it feels like. They, I, I, I don't
2: want to be in their shares. I'm lucky to have one of the best people of all time, Tom Brady, as my quarterback, and I don't have to mm-hmm. deal with this. You
0: know what I wouldn't do? If I were a Browns fan the day that he got suspended for six games and walked out to training camp practice, you know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't cheer him. no. Or ask for autographs. Yeah, exactly. I would cheer him in the stands come season, but you need to let that simmer Mm -hmm. a little bit, right? She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. That's right. Bring the family. Encanto. The Sing Along, a concert Friday, I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm Beach. The full length film and an onstage band, all of the music you love from the movie. One of a kind concert event. Friday night, 7 p.m., doors open at 6, rain or shine, livenation.com for tickets to see. Encanto, the Sing Along at I Think Financial Amphitheater. Ken LaViga live, she's Janetta Javier. That's stolen the bandwagon, Friday Night Lights. In the break, I told Jeanette, I'm like, I, I I really think you'd like Encanto. She goes, this was so typical, didn't even skip a beep. Is it because I'm Hispanic? I, I hope no, I sounded Jeanette. better than that. Is it because I'm Hispanic? <laughs> no, it's not because you're Damn. Hispanic. It's because I think you'd like it and because you're Hispanic. <laughs> you see? Exactly. I was like, wow. Exactly. It's
1: going to be nice there. At least
2: he's honest. He's not a hypocrite. He can't admit things. Is right. it because I'm Hispanic? I hope I sound better than that. because I'm Hispanic. You need a little more sus. Hispanic? There you go. I
1: don't
0: know why I got so <laughs> spitty there. <laughs> is <laughs> it because I'm Hispanic? That is awful.
2: <laughs> what am I, Eastern <laughs> European Yeah, I
0: was going to say, was that Czech? That was weird. <laughs> uh... So what I would like to do, because Jeanette is such a valuable member to this show, and she has such a deep love of Tom Brady, I, I wanted to give her an opportunity. She approached me, and she said, hey, Ken, this would really mean a lot to me if if you allowed me to do this. Um, you may have heard... That, uh, that Tom Brady, my beloved Buccaneers quarterback, turns 45 years old today, and I'd like to, uh, to sing him happy birthday if that was possible. And I sort of wavered on it. I'm like, ah. Uh. Does it fit with the show? Like, why are we singing happy birthday? Only hack radio shows do stuff like that. But I'm like, you know what? Jeanette is in her time. She does a lot of good work. She, she really was the brains of the operation behind my Jimmy Butler-inspired uh, hair extensions last week. So, all right. You can have the floor, Jeanette. You can sing happy birthday You're to Tom Brady. So, so, cue it up if you could, Stone. Jeanette, the floor is yours. Uh, here's the lead-in. Happy birthday, sung by Jeanette, for Tom Brady. Happy birthday, pal.
2: Happy birthday to (laughs) you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday,
0: Tom Brady. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Tommy. The we Dolphins
2: l- wanted him, too. We love
0: you, Tom. Good, happy birthday, Tom. You're going to finish third in the division this year. That's says, Jeanette Javier. Says
2: the fan of the organization <laughs> that lost a draft pick for talking to him. Sit down.
0: Tommy, your your cheeks look sunken, and is everything okay? Might want to lay off the kale. That's oh, Jeanette Javier. Stop. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live you on the ESPN 106. You guys wish you could look
2: three. like him at 45. <laughs>